for joining us today. I'm Rachel. And I'm Louie. And this is the Life Journey of Growth podcast, uh, where we talk about growing, learning, and evolving in every area of our lives. That's so, right. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about communication and uh, saying communication is key. We've heard that saying before. Um, I've heard that a few times since I got married. And how many times have you heard that? I've heard that a lot, especially before getting married. Um, when I was playing soccer at a high level, you know, you have a lot of teammates and stuff. So communication is key. is always like a saying that we hear. But what does that really mean? Um, so on the same line that we did the marriage is work, we kind of want to break down what it meant that communication is key. Because that's what we read and we hear from like pre-marriage counseling and all of that communication is key and you need to communicate with your partner. So we're going to talk about this a little bit about our history and how we got better at communicating and hopefully it can help any of you guys. Yeah. So to start, I'm just going to talk about a little bit of us when we started dating. I was 18 and you were 21. Yeah. So I was 18 and you were 21. Mm hmm. And um, when we started dating, we were both, you know, a little immature with our feelings. Um, for me, my first reaction when something goes wrong is the silent treatment. Like, I don't talk to you and I ignore you and I'm mad and it's like a tantrum kind of like kids do. Yeah. So, yeah. But I really try to check myself because the thing with communication is that you have to check your ego at the door. Because if you have ego, you can't communicate. You can't. It just doesn't happen. So a lot of time, you really have to look at your pride and put that aside, like consciously be like, I need to put my pride aside. So the silence treatment, like, did I, how many times did I do that to you? <laughs> <laughs> that is a clutch question. That's Wait, are you serious with that question? Yeah, I'm asking. I mean. Okay, well, I can't count. I don't remember <laughs> how many times. So tell me what it was like. If you remember on on the previous episode, like I, I shared a, a story where you know we were apart. I was in the U.S. and she was in Canada, and I don't know what I did. And then she would just stop talking to me. And at the time, especially when we were long distance, communication was actually the the only thing that we had because if you don't voluntarily pick up a phone and call me, mm-hmm. I would not have news from from you for. One day, two days, or three days. And sometimes, I don't know what I would do. You would get mad and you would just go cold. Like, but straight I up. Like, did. you wouldn't even pick up my call. I would call you for like a whole day. You will, you won't pick it up. And then you will pick it up at night. Yeah, so when, I, I never did it more than like two days. Yeah, you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't do it more than two days, but you did it two days many times. So... If, <laughs> Yo, like, and it's so frustrating because it's like I, I'm looking forward to talking to you, but I don't know what I did, and then you get pissed off, and and then once you get once you get into that zone, your ego come like at the yeah. time your ego will like step in, and yeah, then for your sure. ego immediately would would basically dictate the the next. 24 hours whether you felt like you wanted to pick up the phone or not for me it was more like oh i kind of want to pick up the phone but i'm not because i'm just trying to give you a hard time and it's just my ego like i said but actually 
you don't even understand. Even at that point, I was working on myself because I, like I said, never more than two days. Like that's true. You know how much how much longer I could go, like if I really wanted to. Yeah, you can. But go for like a month, I was bro. just like, it's not worth it. Yeah. So yeah, I used to do that, but I haven't been been doing. No, this no, 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 no. I mean, you matured so much. <laughs> Wow, and he has so much shade in his answer, bro. Like, like, can you be honest? Like, I haven't done that how long? Five years. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've been married for five years. (laughs) No, I've definitely done it when we're married, but it wasn't. You've done. You've done, but. That's my first. That's, that's, that's my first reaction. That's your first reaction, but the and be- what's your first reaction? The be- okay. Let me just say the beauty <laughs> of you and I being in the same space, in the same zip code, in the same house made like I would say that it, it improved that because then you you didn't have to avoid me anymore. It's not like oh I call you you uh somewhere else where you're not picking up the phone. Like if after an hour you're not talking to me, I'll be like, what's wrong, babe? What's no, but wrong? you don't even do that though. That's but the no, thing I that used to do it frustrates me. No. For you, when you were mad, I would say what's wrong. But when I'm, when I feel like I don't, um, like I'm not happy with one of your behavior, well, I would just kind of stay quiet. So now it will be for you to do the same thing towards me. Like that's okay. My but sometimes we have issues. I said it's yeah. not like me that did something or you that did something. Yeah. We have a disagreement. Yeah. And then I. My first reaction when it's like that is I want to talk about it. I want to talk it out all the way. But you are just shutting out and you like act like nothing happened. And that's, that's so frustrating to me. That's your that's your first reaction now. But back in the day, no. But now, yes. Like yes. For what? Like for the past? Yeah, yeah. Okay. For the past five, six years. Yes, it's been your first reaction. You want to talk it out. You want to see what's the problem. But most of the time, it's like, no, no. Actually, let me take it back. Most of the time is... You want you want me to initiate a conversation so we can talk about it. Mm-hmm, that's true. It's not because it's most of the time. It's because I always initiate the conversation, and sometimes I want you to do that, but you always act like nothing happened. No, and it's just like frustrating because happened. it's always me that goes to you and be like, "Okay, let's talk. Let's talk this out. Let's you know communicate. I share what my side. You share your side. We get together. We hug and we kiss. Okay." But it's like you don't do that. Like you never take the first step to communicate and like my feelings. Iron all the th- my yeah. feelings. Communicate my feelings because here's my feelings. Like I shared earlier, my feeling is that if something is wrong, for the most part, it's my fault. Partially, I have to figure oh out God. a way. No, I gotta figure it's not out a true. way. For me, I would look at the situation and be like. Maybe I did something wrong. Or maybe, let's say I did something wrong. And I'd be like, well, I'm trying to give you time to kind of like cool down so that I can talk to you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that time is too long. That's mm-hmm. what the problem is. So the interpretation for you is like, well, we just had a disagreement for you. You wanted 15 minutes later to be talked. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm like, no, it's going to take you two hours, three more hours to cool down. More. Sometimes it's So more that's what that. I'm saying. Like, I'm always the one initiating the okay, let's talk about it now that we're calmer. Okay, and then the second thing, I'm talking about when we have disagreement. I'm not talking about when, like, let's say, I do something and it's my fault or you do something and it's your fault. I'm talking about just a disagreement when it's nobody's fault. It's just we don't agree on something. Like, that's what happens. And sometimes I just want you to, you know, come and do be the first one to initiate the reconciliation one thing that I would say that we have improved over time is that 
now whenever there's a disagreement uh there is a divergence of ideas we now come to the table faster than before i don't think nowadays are still the same no definitely yeah. not. nowadays is so much like fast it's like if you don't agree with me i don't agree with you we don't even let an hour go past without talking to each other Mm-hmm. and it's making really sure rare. that so yeah. the situation I was describing is very rare like maybe once a year or something like that that it really happens that we're like upset and then I'm always the one coming and being like let's talk about it you're the bigger person <laughs> no it's not about that anyway so I would say one thing that we learned about communicating is that the other person is not responsible for your feelings I think taking responsibility for your feelings is a key for communication it's like if you feel mad it's not the other person's fault it's your feeling it's your emotions and you have to deal with it and then you have to communicate that clearly to your uh, partner i think that this this point that you just made applies in everything mm-hmm. not only in husband and wife relationship every every, it's every relationship, relationship. definitely like, I remember the story with my boss, right? My mm-hmm. my most ferocious boss that I ever had. I I think that the biggest problem that we had between us two was communication because we never had the opportunity to kind of share our feelings for each other. So whenever he acted towards me, I felt like he was acting out of hatred and or some kind of like mischievous agenda. And as a return, I was like, man, this person is so mean. And everything that that person's trying to do is trying to make my life miserable. And it got to the point where because of our lack of communication, I mean, he was my boss, but I wouldn't really share anything deep or wouldn't share anything beyond the agenda of work. When we got to that point where I couldn't take the way he was behaving or the way he was acting towards me, I kind of just like shut down and almost didn't go to work for two days. And then after that, I was like, man, I need to talk to this man. I need to tell him how I feel, mm-hmm. how he treats me, what he's doing to me, how is uh, how that thing is playing with my mental health. It's not it's not helping me even perform better at work. And I mean, I missed work for two days. <laughs> that was rough. And that's that's you know what I was saying that you keep your feelings inside. That's, right. that's exactly what it is. It's like you keep all of that inside and then when you do that, you actually feel like people are out to get you because you don't communicate you don't let the other person um clarify their point so you always think that the person is like has something against you and they want to like do you harm and i feel like that's what happened a lot in, at the beginning of a relationship i think because- in that case that person had <laughs> evil intention but it, but let me just close the story at the end i went and i sat down with my boss and i shared with him my feelings Like we said, everybody is in is in charge of their own feeling. Mm-hmm. And my feeling at the time was depression. I was feeling stress. And I shared with him that I'm not feeling comfortable. I'm not feeling um, uh, f- confident to work with you because I feel like you're backstabbing me. You're doing this. You're doing this. You're doing this. And in return, he shared the same thing. He's like, yeah, I feel like you don't have my back. And you were out there to get me too. From that po- From that point on, We shared our feelings. We shared our disagreement or discontentment with each other. And then from that day on, for the rest of of my time with him, our conversations were better. Our communications were better. And we knew exactly where we were as as individuals. And that's why I think it's very important to own your feelings and really share 
how you feel about the other people when you have the opportunity to do so. And like you said, it's very important to be responsible for your own feelings. Yeah. And actually, I was reading a book uh, lately for my doula uh, certification. And it's a really good book, but it was talking about emotions and how we're usually taught that emotions are like caves, which means that it's like a dark place where you can't get out of. Whereas emotions are more like tunnels. So it's like you go through the whole emotion and then you come out at the end and you feel better. We are usually taught to suppress our emotions like we're in a cave, but our emotions never have the time to come out of us and just like make us feel better like the way you go through a tunnel and you see the light at the other end. So that's something that we're trying to work on, really like, living our emotions accepting our emotions because they're they're not here to stay they're like that's what she was saying in the book your emotions are not here to stay but it's like by suppressing them you're making them stay inside of you and they're just like springing even more bitterness and negative feelings i feel like emotions are like experiences you gotta go through the whole experience from beginning to end and have a closure at the end of that That's exactly experience. what she was saying. That's exactly You what have to have saying. a closure. So it's like, if you feel angry, and if somebody does something to you, and it, it creates this feeling of anger, you shouldn't just suppress that anger. You should kind of like, go through that whole angry experience, go through the end, until you get closure, and then you learn from that experience. And then move on to the next thing. Exactly. And I think that's a very hard thing that and for me. Yeah, it it's is. really hard for me because. And the thing is, when you I'm go, not used to it. When you go through the whole emotion, you always feel better at the end. It's like you know, if you cry, like sometimes I feel like I'm so overwhelmed and I need to cry. Just like go in my room and cry a little bit, and then you just feel better, like you're fine. So it's just when you communicate. One thing that I that I adopted. I don't know when. And where I heard it, but I've kind of adopted it throughout the years. It's talking with the I, the I feel like, instead of saying like, you were being so mean, like, I feel like you're being mean. I feel like you are attacking me. Like, I always try to, um, when I communicate, I always try to say what I, my perception is, not stating things as fact. And I think that it helps I don't know if it helps you, if you notice, but it helps me kind of like remembering that this is my point of view and it's not necessarily the truth. Never used that before. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not good at communicating, especially when it comes from the inside. So. You're good at communicating. You're an excellent communicator, but you're not good at, Emotions. Com at communicating negative feelings, I think. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's what I always say, associate communication in relationship with it's like always sharing something negative that's what for me it's like if something is negative i keep it to myself mm. that's and, and that's always to, my communication you used to do that at the beginning of a relationship yeah and then like one point randomly you used to be like upset with me and i'll be like what's wrong and you were like oh you know blah 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 you do this you do this and you like you like list things that happened like months ago and I'm like why didn't you you never told me so it's not a healthy way to deal with things because then you just grow like resentment for the person mm, no I don't think I grow resentment for yes for you, you do no. because you used to I, tell I, me that you it used to kind of like 
kind of block me off because of that. But it's it's not really that important. Like if something bad happens or something that angered me happened, I'm like, well, whatever, you know. Now it you're like that, but before you were not like that. You keep you used to keep lists of things that I did to you in your head and every single person. Yes. But then what what am I gonna do with it? I'm not even gonna I'm not hurting anybody with that. You're hurting yourself and yeah. you're hurting your relationship with the person. True. Because you're holding this against the person and then it's like you every time the person does something you're seeing in them in a different light and the person doesn't know. So now I'm doing things and I think everything is okay but you're like just like mm, this again. Check. This again. Check. God, this person is so bad. Like that's what's going on in your head, you know? <laughs> but you're not like this but, anymore, uh, but the but. thing is that I'm not even doing those checks to me it's like I see that behavior and then a few months later I see the same behavior I'm like why does this person keep doing this and then I see the same behavior again I'm like why like why do you keep doing this but like, you never talked well you never talked to the person saying saying that you don't like that but what do I have to say it's not my business to tell them they don't but like, if I'm doing something that you don't like and if I'm doing something that you don't like yeah But you have to tell me that you don't like it, or I don't know that you don't like it, so I'm not gonna stop. Yeah, it's just because I don't want to change people. Because I, for me, I feel like when you tell somebody that that you don't like something about them, you're pushing that person to change. And I have no responsibility. I have no power to change anybody. Another important point is self control. So. Because you're responsible, if you take responsibility for your emotions, then you're also going to take responsibility to how you react. So, you know, letting yourself yell, scream, and all of that is always within your power. And if you feel like you have to do that, then you don't have to do it. You can just um, seclude yourself, go through that tunnel of emotions that we talked about, and then when you can talk like a civilized person, and you can go talk to your partner. Yeah. So that's something that I'm definitely working on. I'm getting a lot better. Like, I used to yell a lot. I felt like... Remember, I felt like having fights was, like, normal in a relationship. Yeah, it's actually very And then very you funny. were like, no. Nope, I was And no I was fight. like, well, we need to fight sometimes nope. because, you know, that's how, like, nobody's ever going to be 100%, um, 100%, like, in an agreement. Yeah, but but then I mean that's, I was eighteen. Come on, and then, <laughs> so I was like, no, it's like we have to fight. Like that's just how it is. When we have a, an agreement, a disagreement, like it's normal that we fight. You're like, no, we don't have to fight. And I was like, well, how are we gonna solve it? <laughs> but it's like I didn't know how to solve it, but I just knew that I didn't want to fight. Yeah, and I'm still the same. I don't like to fight. Yeah, no, definitely. And I felt like it got so much better. Like we said at the beginning of relationship. We used to fight a lot more. And now it's very rare. It's crazy. Maybe like once or twice a year. Yeah. Once or twice a year that we're like upset with each other to the point that I can give him a silent treatment for like an hour. <laughs> so you're about to say to the point that I was going to smack him in the face. No, no, but sometimes I scream. Well, not sometimes, but once or twice a year I can I can scream. But yeah, I'm not out. screaming like crazy. Like, just raise my voice. But he never raises his voice. Well, actually, he raises his voice a couple times, but it was definitely my fault. Because you pushed me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you pushed me. <laughs> so that's something that we're working on. Like, there's absolutely no reason to raise your voice and and scream. Like, yep. that's not, that's just not acceptable. So that's something that I'm still working on. You know, I think 
compared to when I was 18. You know, I'm, I'm 28 now, you know, in 10 years. Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> so now Lord. I'm like so much better. I'm so, I'm happy because you see, you just see your progress and you're like, man, that's good. It's good. Yep. It's endurance. <laughs> Oh my gosh, just mess with you. So, on that note, and, I hope uh, you enjoy us exposing ourselves like this. But I uh, hope it helps you guys. You know, nobody's perfect, everybody's working towards something. The important thing is just knowing that you're working towards something. And I can bet you, I mean, with time, your communications skill is gonna improve if you work on that. Yeah, if you work on it. So, if you consciously look at the areas of your life, especially communication where you're lacking for me for example i didn't i used not to even share my emotions share my feelings so whenever i felt angry or sad or mad i keep everything in and i would just say you know what my emotions don't matter my feelings don't matter Mm -hmm. so i would just let them drain and eventually i'm gonna forget it but honestly with time i realized that a year will pass and I wouldn't forget those feelings that happened a year ago. Uh, I wouldn't forget those emotions that I felt when she did this one specific thing mm-hmm. like a few months ago. I wouldn't act bad towards her like bitterly or I wouldn't act with spite in my heart. But eventually, in the back of my head, those things will stay. But nowadays, it's better. It's a lot better. But it took about 10 years of yeah. this I mean, friendship and relationship and to get still, where we are. And we are still advancing. Yeah. I, I want to share too, like for me, uh, for emotions, you know, I went through something where it's like if you have a situation in your life that when you remember it, it triggers you and you really feel the same sadness, anger, uh, or, you know, betrayal, anything you have to deal with it. Like, you really have to deal and go through the whole cycle. And I think most of the time, it's really allowing yourself to feel that. Mm -hmm. Allowing yourself to feel that pain and feel that sadness and that anger. And then, you know, it's just going to leave you. So that's why for me, I think praying is, praying and meditating is so key because it really allows you to go through the the cycle it's like when you talk to god and you can be vulnerable i feel like a lot of people feel they can be vulnerable with god and they just let their emotion cycle and that's why you feel the peace that you feel after you pray and after you meditate so um but you can you can talk to someone too um it works you can talk to someone i'm not saying not to talk not to pray but i'm just saying you can talk to someone too that's there for you and that's going to allow you to go through those emotions like a therapist a therapist or a friend or anybody so we're going to close on that if you have any feelings that you still that you still have towards a specific situation go through the whole range of emotions and go pray or talk to someone and that was it for today i hope um you enjoyed this me too. I hope you enjoyed communication this. Communication is key. Yep. Thank you for watching. And Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next episode. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>